you ready for the uh, the episode? We'll hop I'm right in. What in now, you guys? You know, it's like I, I've seen that these questions being answered by other people, but then when it's me, I'm like blacked out. <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> but that was great. No, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Make it. Make it is my podcast. Make it. Make it. Make it is my. I'm tired. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> uh, Welcome to Bacon is my podcast, where your very sleepy hosts today are me, Jimmy G, and Mike Pillowfolder. Yes. We're going to learn about that. We're going to learn about that. But right now, let's learn about Manscaped. Oh, yes. So Manscaped. Manscaped uh, helps you clean your marbles. They yeah. make wonderful products for men. Uh, now, their their flagship is obviously the lawnmower 4.0. Ceramic blades. Ceramic high blades. Speed. High speed. Still use the guard on the water. I, I See, I, I, I've been pretty good with, the, with that. Uh, you don't necessarily need the guard. Really? Yeah. You're a brave man. I am a brave man. Uh, but, that being said, the lawnmower 4.0, waterproof, uh, keeps your beanbag shiny. And mm-hmm. also, uh, you know, they've got... We, we cannot talk too much about their uh, their crop mops. I will the sing the wipes. praises to the top of we, a mountain. We, will, we legitimately go out, you know, personal appearances Into and stuff world. like that. And we hand them out to everybody yes. we know. If you if you happen to see us walking to Earth, we will come have up to us. We will have it, and we will give it. We'll to give you. you a crop mop. Yeah, because they are the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. And what you can do is go to Bandscape.com. Any of their products, including the lovely refined cologne, which is which is that that it, it smells like their um, crop preserver and yeah. the crop mop. Uh, so if you don't want to, like, spray your ball spray on your body, right? Refined helps you out. It's a nice cologne. I use it. It's wonderful. And you I like go, the spray lotion. Oh, the spray lotion is great too. Great. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, same smell. Yep. Same smell. So go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code BaconPod. Get twenty percent off. Get free shipping. Yeah. But also. We are brought to you by other fine products as well. Mm, yeah, Pod Decks, which you guys know about because we always have the we always have the Pod Decks section of our show. We also have Drink While Bills, which uh, you know it's it's festival season or it has been festival season, yeah. and I've seen it in a couple places. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, Drink While Bills, pretty delicious. Get delicious. yourself a sarsaparilla. And uh, also, grillyourassoff.com. It is never not grilling season if you have a grill. In- indeed, indeed, and it is never not seasoning season. It's always seasoning season. Right. 10% off any of those. Promo code BACON. Yes. Uh, also, big shout out to the Patreons over at Bacon is My Podcast. Yes. Patreon, where we have extra episodes, early episodes, uh, cooking shows, tasting, tasting shows, shows, all kinds of fun all, stuff. All sorts of fun stuff, live streams. Uh, yeah, Speaking just, of tastings, today yeah. we're doing something a little bit different here. We're going to let you guys kind of know what we're drinking. So a little, little, little background story. Yeah. Um, so for these tastings, we, you know us, we like Irish whiskey, yeah. right? Our thing is Jameson, mm-hmm. uh, but we do try and include other Irish whiskeys in tastings, uh, and not not just not just that, but there's also like the Japanese whiskey, right? Right, right. Um, so as you can see here, almost tapped out. Yep. Right. So uh, we do the tastings, and then we go. Well, we need some Jameson. Yeah, we're and worldly we dudes. Keep getting it. Yeah. And it was like, you know what? We have all this whiskey here. We have a bunch of whiskey. So let's, let's um, start drinking some. Yeah. So this one today is uh, Sexton Single Malt, yeah. and what's really cool about Sexton is besides the besides the, the cool bottle, bottle, yeah, the bottle is awesome. Is that um, it's the first female owned. Um, mm-hmm. Whiskey distillery. distillery. Yeah. In Ireland. In Ireland, yes. First one. Uh, totally awesome. I will say this bottle makes it uh, a shitty pour. Yes, yes. But it it's tastes a shitty really pour. Good. But 
it's a delicious taste. And um, they're not a sponsor. They could be. We are pro uh, pro women. Speaking Indeed. of pro women and uh, pro whiskey, we have a, a true pro. We do have a pro woman today on our show. We have um, interviewer, pub- uh, publicist, uh, journalist, yeah. and all around really cool person, uh, Tori Kravitz. Yeah, not not only is she. Um, Totally a hustler, hard worker, and Dude. badass. But she has uh, she's hooked us up with some great interviews. Our buddy AJ from Werewolves. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's hooked us up. Joe from Forever Came Joe Calling. Joe from Forever Came Calling. Uh, we got um, Brad from Rosa. Yep. yep. Stud Count, who we yep. just played a show with last night. That's last why we're so night, tired. Which is why we're tired. Yeah. Yeah. Which was a good show. It was fun. Stud Count put on a good show. They did. Uh, we had a good time. Our peeps were out. And we had a good time. Yeah, absolutely. You guys um, did great, by the way. Oh, thank you. You did too. Thank you very much. You, you, you guys are never not great. You guys are never not great. But I really enjoyed your set last night. Well, we have to. We have to be. We can never be not great because we play so infrequently. That's true. That is a pressure thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you got to kick ass because you yes, don't play that much. Exactly. And and we had your original bass player Tommy Balls on bass. Which that was, was that was pretty cool. Awesome. Too. Yeah. Which was awesome. He's he's. Really super talented, really fun to play with, uh, really and yeah, it made me want to be better. He does that. Uh, he does that. Musicians that make me feel like I want to be better uh, are musicians that I love playing with. Me too. Yeah. T- Tommy made me a better songwriter, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, we had a blast. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Tori, Tori's hooked us up. She's uh, working w- with WTF. Uh, who we were signed with for uh, for a little while, and, um, and now we're more working coincide with. Yeah, we we work coincide partners, partners. Uh, and um, yeah, she works for Knotfest as well. Got some cool things going on with that. So um, oh, before we do that, we were talking about the Sexton, and we were talking oh, yes, about yes, that, yes. which was an incredible segue. That was really good. The pro woman thing, yeah. I like that a lot. But I did want to say, if you guys want to see the tasting that we did, yes, uh, on the Sexton whiskey, it is uh, out there for our patrons on our Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash Bacon is my podcast. You can check out that tasting where we talk about this, kind of rate it, kind of uh, do all kinds of flavor profile stuff with it put it up against other whiskeys all that kind of stuff so if you want to see that and other tastings check out the patreon and that's where you'll see that stuff but that is why we have that and that is why we are drinking that today and just so you know it's delicious but there's a very good chance that we ate something not delicious as well yes um and that's where the entertainment value is yes um so yeah definitely check it out but like you were saying yeah it's time to talk tori talking tori Tory Talk is Tory Talk former YouTube name. Yeah. So uh, we're going to have gonna... some Tory Talk with Warp Tory. Yeah. Right? You'll hear about all of it. About. Cheers. Now. Welcome everybody. There it I is. I went I went for it. You did the sultry. I went for it. The sultry today. Sultry. Welcome to Bacon is my podcast where today we have journalist, interviewer, publicist all around cool person yeah uh one of our favorite people here on bacon is my podcast and it's super cool that now we're getting to talk to her not via email right, and uh, none of that's getting ruined by actually talking either that could yes. have happened it could have she could have been a told dick right but not a dick tori Kravitz. Tori Kravitz what's going on everybody <laughs> hello thank you so much for having me guys absolutely we're super happy to have you actually it's it, 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 like so just so everybody knows uh tori's brought us our boy AJ from Some of our Werewolves. Favorite people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this this uh, this little band called Emerosa. Mm-hmm. They they she helped us uh, get them on the show. Our buddies in Stud Count, Forever King Calling, Lexi Lane, so many bands. So she does PR for them. She has shot emails to us and said, "Hey, you should have these guys on the show." And we go. We're gonna have those guys on the show. Have those guys she on the d- show. she she's the the PR agent that doesn't miss. That's true. I, I'm gonna. That's that's what I'm gonna say. When she shoots, when she shoots, she don't miss. Yeah, she doesn't miss. 
so yeah, we're super excited to have you on, and uh, you got some cool stuff going on besides the the PR stuff. You're working for Notfest. Yeah, I feel like I connected with you guys at such a cool time because when we first started emailing and setting up all of these interviews for for the podcast, I was doing pretty much fully PR at the time. Um, but, you know, I think a lot of people who work with me in a PR sense may not realize a lot of what my background was had nothing, well, not nothing to do with PR, but it was a very different uh, career. So now coming to NotFest again, I'm kind of uh, in a full circle moment, which is really, really cool. Yeah. Well, what what brought you into making that like if if it wasn't PR, that was your thing. How did you kind of get into that world and how did you kind of get mixed up in it? Yeah, well, so I was a music journalist for, gosh, I mean, I started in 2010 doing artist interviews. So uh, it goes very far back. And then I was working for Warp Tour and Alternative Press and Monster Energy for a hot minute and doing a lot of different things. But it got to a point where uh, not only was it not a, uh, how would you say, um, viable career long term and also I was getting older and wanted something steady and was like oh this is really great but also it is very chaotic to tour and travel constantly and yeah, and right. you know do all of those things so um I took a little break uh got a, a normal person job <laughs> for a couple of years to recalibrate and figure out what I really wanted to do within the music industry and realized that because of all of my experience as a journalist, I really already understood PR because yeah. really PR is just flipping it around to the other side. So instead of being the one doing the interviews, I'm the person who is setting them up. So I've worked with publicists throughout my entire career. I know what the emails look like. I know how to respond. I know what press releases look like. So um, I connected with Stephanie Maximo, who owns WTFPR, and she had actually scheduled interviews for me back in the day. So we connected in that sense. That's how we met. And when she found out I was interested in learning PR, it was an automatic, of course, come on board. Nice. I will show you the ropes. Let's do it. Did you find that um, because you were on the side of it that was like, getting talking to PR agents and working on that side of it, you you kind of like found the things that you didn't like about certain ones and how they worked and then things you did like. Cause I know for us starting to interview bands, we immediately went from, we're both in bands and we were like, okay, here's the questions that we hate getting asked and we're not gonna get asked yeah. and we're not gonna do. Was that a, was that like, did that work that way for you? Did you kind of like find your way and be like, oh, I'm gonna immediately be different at this because I have this experience. 100%. So I guess the same principles that worked for you guys doing interviews that happened to me as well. I knew, you know, I'd gotten thousands and thousands of pitch emails of publicists saying, hey, interview my band. And so I knew what an email looked like that immediately went in my trash bin unread. Right, I knew right. what got ignored and I knew what caught my attention. And really what it comes down to is treating people like people. Um, I really didn't like feeling like just another number when, uh, you know, publicist is just like, hey, interview my band. You're on an email list with 100 other um, journalists. Yep. Mm -hmm. y useless. So, you know, whenever I pitch, I mean, you guys know because I email you all the time. I like to get to know the people I'm working with. It matters who they are. And, and tailoring emails to that specific individual is really important. And I learned that firsthand of what made me feel important and valued and made me interested in an artist. Yeah, nice. It's a good lesson for everybody out there that's an artist that is also sending stuff to people because if you're not working with a PR company, before we ever worked with PR companies, my band, I was pitching us to people for reviews and interviews and yeah. things like that. And it makes such a difference when you actually figure out who you're pitching to and give a shit right. about it because you can't expect somebody to give a shit and give you time if you're not willing to do the same for them. Yeah. Hundred percent. I mean, that's why publicists have full time jobs because it takes a lot of time to get to know these journalists and right. and not pitch a metal band to a pop journalist and know that that's you know maybe yeah. not correct. Right, right. <laughs> it takes a lot of time. For yeah, sure. for sure. I uh, so like so we got we got to meet you through. I, I so I guess we had rivals on, yes. so we met Steph. Turned out, we I got to talking with Steph. And she is from where we're from. And she lived, lived for a long time in the same town that we did. And then like something clicked and I was like, you know what? 
you're obviously a PR company. You obviously have a lot of bands. So like, just show us some other bands. And right. the, I think the first band we worked with, with, with you in particular was Werewolves. Mm -hmm. uh, so, <laughs> and for those of you that saw that glorious episode where it's yeah, just episodes, three boys falling in love with each other. Yeah. Which is amazing. Um, Dude, the email I got from AJ immediately after that interview was, I've just made my new best friends. I love them. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I know. They're great, right? <laughs> we, were um, the, we were the same way. Like, we, we got off the oh, interview yeah. with him. We were just like, I love him. He's fantastic. He, he was running down his stairs going to show us his, his comic book figurines. Right. And then out of, like... He was running down a staircase and he had an every time I die flag on his wall. And I'm like, dude, you just had it every time I die. <laughs> and yeah, that was, yeah, it was complete chaos, but we loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sounds like, like AJ. <laughs> when we, when we shot you the email to talk to you about having somebody on and you saw that it was a show called bacon is my podcast. What was your first, <laughs> what was your initial reaction? <laughs> we got to, we got to ask this to somebody else that we work with. Um, uh, Becky from uh, Big Picture, and oh, she was kind of awesome. like, uh, "Well, you know." But I want to know what your initial thought was when you saw that. I mean, similarly, I was like, "Um, what is this about?" <laughs> you know, I was like, "I was like bacon." So, like, is this a podcast about meat? Like, I don't right, understand. Right. And it could and then you know, I very quickly looked at the page and figured it out. And I was like, oh no, these guys seem really sick and they they're pros. Um but yeah at first glance I was like this is super random. This is just yeah. extremely random. Yeah. But I think that's the point. It's like oh it is people yeah. do yeah, a double absolutely. take. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's that's the whole thing is it, I can't tell you how many times I'm like we're not a food podcast. <laughs> yep. Unless food is your thing and then we'll talk about yeah, it we'll the whole time. Food. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we could do that. But, you know. Yeah. Um, so you started off with uh, with a YouTube page. Mm -hmm. You were you were Tory Talks or Warp <laughs> Tory. Yeah. Uh, in some circles and stuff. So what in some circles. Miss Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so like what what got you into doing that? sort of like the interview type thing because mm -hmm. you did it you started at a young age you were in high school right yeah so it goes even further back than tori talks if you could believe it i had a channel um in high school called rock forever magazine and that's where it really really began i was 15 years old and um i had a friend at the time prior to starting the youtube channel I was just like hey i have this little thing i'm doing can you just like interview this band called the downtown fiction for me at the time that they were a band they were one of my favorites. This was MySpace days. And so I went and did the interviews at the Bamboozle Roadshow, which nice. throwback, throwback. Yeah. Uh, and I was shaking in my boots. I was so nervous. But then I got out of it and I was like, that is so cool that I could just meet my favorite bands, support their music, you know, help, you know, spread the word about it. And, you know, this maybe could be something I could do. And like a normal girl like me can do it. So I kind of just was like, okay, sorry, friend, I'm leaving you. I'm starting my own YouTube channel and I'm going to do this. <laughs> so it was just a, it was just a um, study hall thing at the time. It started as a little blog and I was posting music news and, you know, slowly started requesting interviews. And at the time I, and I've always maintained this mindset. I requested interviews with anyone that was coming to Orlando that I was interested in because the worst mm -hmm. that could happen is they say no, or they ignore my email and so be yep. it. But the best yep. that could happen is I get a yes. And so it started off that way. My first interview was a, a Disney band called All Star Weekend. Um, I, and then I, I went that. on. I've heard of them. I remember you that, yeah. probably remember. If, yeah, you. Yeah. And, um, sure, yeah. and then it was Never Shout Never and Big Time Rush. And slowly I was just like, oh, my gosh, I'm actually doing this. And I had a mom who was so supportive. She filmed every one of my interviews and was also um, very, you know, she knew a lot about public speaking. So as it went on, I was learning from her what to do, what not to do, how to act on camera. And I started to take it very seriously. I knew I had to post one interview a week on YouTube for it to do well at the very least. And so that's what I did. And I did not stop for five years, covered warp tour every year, you know, just went for it. Eventually ended up with like Ariana Grande and Imagine Dragons on my page. Mm -hmm. And, awesome. um, yeah, and then so that that was just kind of the start of it, <laughs> was just what, building that up DIY. What um so like you're you're mentioning a lot of like pop artists stuff like that. Mm -hmm. What got you more into the metal, rock, 
genre. So, oh, totally. You know, like, obviously, Warp Tour does have that, but like, you kind of seem to sway a little bit more toward that. Mm-hmm. Well, I rock was always my thing. Like yeah. in school, it was Flyleaf on blast in the in yeah. the earphones and and rebelling to pierce the veil as I walked in the hallway and whatever it was. So that was always my favorite. Um, so those interviews were always a part of my channel, but I also knew just from a strategic standpoint that pop artists were kind of the gateway to to build a YouTube channel and get credibility with other publicists. So I kept it broad. I liked pop music as well. I yeah. loved the Jonas Brothers and stuff when I was younger. So, you know, across the board, I was very open to any genres. It always stayed that way. Eventually started covering YouTubers as well. Um, but rock was always a part of it. Warp Tour was a really important um, learning experience for me when I started doing interviews. The publicist there at the time, her name was Bethany Watson. I have to give her a shout out. She would come to me and give me advice, tell me things to do and what not to do. And I found that to be a really nurturing environment for young journalists to kind of dip their toe into interviewing some really notable bands. And it was always a, a great opportunity for the people who who could take it. So for sure. Yeah. Did you how did you um as you first were kind of going through this and learning and figuring it out like kind of on the fly and on your feet. Uh, can you remember back to like ways that you would deal with um, like a, a difficult interview at the beginning versus ways that you are able to turn it around now? Do you have those mm-hmm. like moments where you were talking to someone you're like, why won't you just talk? Why won't you, why oh won't you? what is wrong? I had so many of those. I mean, one of the most popular interviews that was on my YouTube channel, it probably has close to half a million views now, was with Black Veil Brides. And that became mm. a little bit infamous on my channel because uh, Andy, the singer, was really poking at me. Just kind of very sarcastic, but at the time I was pretty young and just couldn't keep up. Right. And, um, you know, things like that just happen where somebody's just really on their feet and really sharp. And when you're young, you're intimidated. Right. Of and, course, yeah. um, I think it was just a hard lesson when I would see the comments later and everyone's like, she's such a bad interviewer. And I'm like, oh, you wait. All right, <laughs> I see you. So um, I'd watch those interviews back pretty often and ask myself, what would you do differently here? How would you respond? Now you know how he is for next time you interview him. And so the next time mm-hmm. I interviewed Black Veil, I was prepared, I was ready. And I think <laughs> nice. just over time, the more interviews I did, just my confidence began to grow as I was less in my head and less in my nerves and more present as well. And just confident in my own ability to work on the fly instead of trying to premeditate my answers. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that, it's easier to get jumbled up that way. But when you just go into it, ready to take on whatever hits in the moment, um, I think that became a, a big strategy for me. When you, when you do the interviews or when you were going to, I mean, especially like a warp tour, you yeah. were probably busy all day. Like you, you've got, 15, 20 minutes with, you know, however many bands and stuff like that. How much, how much, and on those tours, you you don't get answers until like week of, right? Right. So how much research did you put into something like that? Or did you just kind of like, okay, I'm I'm already familiar with these guys. So I'm just going to go off the, off the cuff. Mm. I was extremely prepared. I think that is a part of interviewing, at least for me, that, most people just don't know what goes into that. I would show up to Warp Tour with a stack of probably 50 pages of interview questions for whatever bands I ended up with because Warp Tour was the kind of place where, um, yeah, you don't know really what interviews you're going to get until maybe the day before, but you got to start right. preparing before that. So I would always show up with questions, at least know the album, listen to it, watch previous interviews with those bands, know what questions they've been asked a million times so you don't ask them again. That was always key for me. And I think that is something that differentiated me early on was I was always prepared. Yeah. That's awesome. We just came up with seven questions that we ask everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that works though. I think in this, in this era of journalism and music media as well, things are so Mm -hmm. different, you know, Um, and having a set of questions like that is so smart. I I give you guys props. It's smart. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. it, It is something that we, you know, we we implement it works uh we're we're like 149 and one <laughs> because one time it was just didn't it didn't work didn't click oh, people didn't click 
but it happens. It doesn't land in that exact. I mean, hey, if you go back on my YouTube channel, a lot of mine didn't land either. So it, it comes with the territory, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> but do you look, have you've like... also done your research now. I mean, look at this. This right. is great. Okay. Yeah. Well, do you do you remember a time where you had someone that you totally thought wasn't landing, and then mid-interview, it was like they turned around and were like, this is great. And they gave you more time and they gave you more, you know what I mean? Like mm. you thought you were blowing it and then you, you did won them over, you know, you won them over. Oh, great question. I know that definitely was the case with Kellen from sleeping with sirens. Um, I had interviewed him a couple times and he was, he has a similar humor to Andy actually, where he's, he has a pretty dry sarcastic humor, which mm. takes a minute to get. Um, and I remember the second interview I did with him, you know, the first time I thought I completely flunked it. And I think I kind of did a little bit. But then when I saw him again, he was very gracious and was excited to see me and happy to do another interview. And, you know, I came back kind of knowing his personality better and ready to sh shoot the shit with him. Right. And then it went exponentially better. And I was like, okay, we actually do have a good relationship. Everything's fine. <laughs> That's nice. I think sometimes you have to show people that you're still there too mm -hmm. because so yeah. many so many people it's bands uh, interview i imagine in every area of life you get those people that are like they're trying something out and they're not going to be here in a month and then when you see when you see the person again it's kind of like okay you're a hustler all right i got you yes i mean there's so many publications out there so i can see how artists would get a little bit impatient sometimes when they are working mm -hmm. with a new publication they've never seen but yeah as you stick with it and prove you're you're in it for real you you gain a lot of respect for sure yeah Got so street cred street cred street cred it's all about <laughs> that's what it's all about um so something that is uh that i do know about you is that you love london Oh and yeah. We, even in the seven questions, you're you're all about you know overseas. The UK's got the, better uh, vegan options. Vegan options and stuff like that. So, uh, what what drew you to the area? What where, when was the first time you went? Yeah, was it music first that brought you there, or was it? Yeah. So I I um I actually spend most of my time in a town called Blackpool, which is about an hour outside of Manchester. So it's a little bit further north of England. I wish I hung yeah. out in London. That would be exponentially cooler. Um, <laughs> but actually, my my boyfriend lives over there, so I travel okay. to visit him uh, every few months. I'll actually be there again in two weeks. So yeah. <laughs> I did do you meet love over, it over there, there, or did you meet over here? Um, we we met over here. He's in a touring band, so okay. you know naturally we met when we were on Warp Tour in 2017, right. and uh, just have a million mutual friends and kept in touch. And then lockdown happens, and it's like, hey, want to Facetime? And suddenly we're dating. Right, <laughs> <So>. right. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. That's awesome. Is there? Uh, are you thinking about going over there, or are you, like full time, or is, is it still waiting on it? Oh, I mean, I would like to. I don't think he'll ever be a Florida boy. I, that's a very acquired taste <laughs> to yeah, come to yeah, Florida. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love it over there. I think it's the culture is really amazing. The people are, are very cool, very funny. And I love the humor and, and the food over there is great. And I know that's a hot take. <laughs> I was going to say that, that I've, I've heard otherwise, but I've never been there before, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I yeah. definitely love it. And I, I've been spending more and more time over there. So I think it's only a matter of time. But for now, for now, we're chilling. But with the band being over there and stuff, um, I'm totally happy to support him in, in his ventures. That's awesome. That's awesome. Do you have a number one travel place that you want to go outside of since you travel there already? You know, you've got a you, you, you've got a working uh, you've got a working relationship with being on planes. Where's don't I? <laughs> I am um, Paris is on my list. Paris. Okay. I uh, yeah. I'm a huge fan of Placebo. They're one of my all time favorite bands. Awesome. Yeah. 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 For accountability purposes, I'm telling you all now they're playing in Paris pretty soon, and I'm really trying to get my butt over there. So nice. <laughs> we'll see. That's awesome. That is yeah. awesome. Where's we'll manifest it. Do you got one? Please. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I I've never been to Europe before, uh -huh. and I don't know. I don't know if it's. I'm not like I gotta go. Like I would, I want to go, yeah. but I'm not like, I got to go when, when it comes to like traveling for me, I, and Tori, you live in, in Florida. So you get the tropical weather, the beach kind of thing. Mm. The beaches here in Long Island are, are hot garbage, trash, trash. <laughs> so that's why I'm going to Florida next week <laughs> yeah. because I need hot weather and a pool 
and you know so i do like the tropical areas so i want to go to aruba i want to go to that kind of thing i'd also like to go i'd also like to go to like like africa or something like Mm. animal animal stuff i I watch lots of documentaries with the kids i want to go uh diving in the shark cage off of the off of the Coast. Seal Island, Seal Island. Yeah, in, Seal Island. Uh, I, I want to yeah. do that. Oh, that's you guys my, have that's cool list. aspirations. But my uh, nice. UK is one of mine. Uh, UK and Japan are my t- or yeah. my two that like I'm mm. like I have to have to have to visit both places. Yeah, um, you know I want a cage dive off off Cape Town. Yes, okay, I absolutely want to do that. Um, but Japan and the UK are my two. Well, be warned. I Blackpool's a beach town in the UK, and it is also a hot garbage beach. So, (laughs) (laughs) if you're trying to get away from the Long Island hot garbage beach, just you know, maybe try London instead of Blackpool. I don't. I don't (laughs) care about beaches. I like. uh, I like. I like bars and. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, then you're set. Yeah, we're. I like bars and you. Bars and architecture and right old shit, old <laughs> history <laughs> and culture. History. Yeah, that, that's good. I, that's you good. know, I want to see where the Beatles were, and I also want to see where ninjas came from. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that for you. I really do. Diversity. Yeah. We'll be right back. What's up, guys? Going to talk to you a little bit about our sponsors real quick. Just want to start off with grillyourassoff.com. If you are going into grilling season like we are, then you know that you always need a little rub. You always need a little sauce. You need something that's going to help your grilling get better. Help those chicken breasts, right? They get a little dry sometimes. You want to make sure you're saucing them up. You want to make sure those ribs have got a nice dry rub and a saucer rub. Go to grillyourassoff.com. Check it out. I've used their stuff. It's delicious. 10% off with the promo code BACON. Another place you can go to to get 10% off with that promo code, drinkwildbills.com. They've got delicious sodas. They've got all sorts of different flavors from sarsaparilla to birch beer to you name it. You got your root beers. You got your cream sodas. You got your cream sickles. Yeah, uh, sugar free for you guys. Watch the waistline. Indeed, and also they've got some great jerky stuff. They've mm. got oh, the brisket bites are a plus, a plus. And if you go there, go to drinkwildbills.com. Use the promo code Bacon. Get ten percent off. One more place you can use that same promo code BACON is our oldest sponsor, Poddex. If you're a podcaster, if you are a budding interviewer, if you are just somebody that has a hard time talking to people every now and then or want to do something fun with your friends, check out poddex.com. They have these decks of cards, 50 cards per deck, 50 questions. Check it out. Learn things about your friends. Learn things about people. Learn how to talk a little bit more and be a little bit more comfortable, always use the promo code BACON. Again, to get 10% off your order, they got cool swag too. Indeed. And last but not least, of course, always frame the balls. Mm, yes. Is that what you do? Frame the balls. Frame the balls? Well, you could. You could frame the balls. You could. Though. You could. But if you got a bush, it's just not. It's the summer. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Yeah. Use the lawnmower 4.0. Use the perfect package and go to manscaped.com, use the promo code BACONPOD, you get 20% off your order. And they've got all sorts of great stuff. If you're a guy who's looking to feel so fresh and so clean. Indeed. And not only do you get 20% off, but you also get free shipping. Free so shipping? Shine up those balls, get rid of that bush, clean yourself up. And if Indeed. you don't clean yourself up, start. Yeah, bacon pod, twenty percent off, free shipping. Check it out. Thank you to our sponsors. Thanks for hanging out. What's your bacon? Hi, I'm AJ from Werewolves, and you've been consuming bacon. It's my podcast. What? Exactly. So, so okay. So, what is the go-to food over in the UK? Mm. Yeah, what's the what's especially the for for a vegan? 
Oh, they're the vegan options are so insane over there. It's so awesome. Um, Burger King has chicken nuggets that are outrageous, vegan chicken nuggets. But that's not the go-to. I'm not recommending that of, as the top <laughs> tier item. I've heard um, that McDonald's chicken nuggets in America are also vegan. <laughs> it's very think, well could be. Think, wait, I don't, I don't think they're trying to say that they are. Oh, or no, I, I thought, think they're pescatarian. I think it's oh, a lot. I, it's I was going to say, I didn't know pigeons were, were vegan. Whoo! Oh man. Well, um, hot take right there. Uh, I will say, food-wise in the UK, Indian food, believe it or not, curries, amazing mm. over there. Also, you got to get yourself like a full English breakfast. You know, maybe a crumpet on the side, but it's like baked beans, toast. Uh, you get like vegan sausage with it. Um, what else comes with that? Oh yeah, and they do like a really good hot mustard sauce. Yeah, all the rage. Ooh. Just go to a Weatherspoons. They're everywhere. Um, yeah, that's, that's the move. I want to, I want to get, I want to get fish and chips from the UK because I am a mm -hmm. fish and chips guy. Like that's when, when I go to a bar, like bar food, that's, that's like one of my things. Have you heard about the chip buddy yet though? I have actually. Yeah. So there's, there's a restaurant local to here that, that draws a lot of influence from the UK. It's called the good life, not a sponsor, uh, but they do have fish buddies. Oh, it's a, fish, a fish buddy. It's basically fish and chips yeah. on sandwich. Oh, yeah, that's not right. You just got to do the, oh. the the chips on the on the bread. No fish inside. It's just a French fry oh. sandwich. French fry sandwich. I mean, oh, that, that sounds amazing. It's obscene. Yeah. That sounds amazing. And, yeah, any chip shop you go to in the UK, you'll find chip buddies, and it's powerful. <laughs> French well, fries are amazing, as it yeah. is. Yeah, uh, I have a question for you because. We've had we've had arguments on the show about this with with past uh -oh. guests. Mm. Are you pro curly fries? Oh, the French fry question. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we've yeah. Had, is it had, Arby's that does curly fries? Mm -hmm. uh, yes, they do. The vegan is all for the Arby's curly fries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. curly fries nice. are the shit. See, yeah. So we, we've we've had guests that are. Anti Flirt. we've had one guest. Yes. One guest, guest that was anti mm. Yeah. This Almost hung up on us. Almost hung up on us. Yeah. I would have hung up on them. She was like, interview yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> interview over. Yeah. Fleur Fleur Shomo. Uh she yeah. okay, she we're was, calling her out. Yeah, we'll right. call her out. All right. Call her out. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. She she was she was not not into the curly fries. It was but then I, I told her, just you know, if 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 it's the sogginess that you're worried about, air fryer. Get it from the plate. Get My top five podcasts. Check them out. Yeah. <laughs> Check them out. Yeah. Check them out. She's great. They're awesome. That's like curly her, fries. I bumped into her a few day. weeks ago. Despite that, she's great. So. No. We love we love her. We love her. Um, so you also used to take play take uh part in uh like tough mutter races and like that kind of stuff. Uh well, you really deep dove. <laughs> why? Why why would you do stuff why, exactly like why? that? I mean, like we're we're obviously not uh, physical specimens ourselves, but well, we're specimens. We're all, specimens. all kinds of things are specimens. Yeah. But but a Twinkie's a man, specimen. I don't the the like exercise to me. I'm I'm not anti exercise, but I'm like I I don't want to exercise. Monkey pillow folder. But then but yeah, monkey pillow folder. I I I could do that. Um, but then to go, I'm gonna go and exercise, but in dirt and mud and dying conditions uh why yeah what, what's up with that <laughs> so this comes a little full circle right because you know how i said uh when i took a little hiatus in the music industry and got a real girl job and you know wanted to recalibrate what i wanted to do in the music industry my job was as a personal trainer <laughs> so oh, okay. i was a coach for orange theory fitness for oh, about cool. a year and okay. a half um, and in that time, I mean, I don't regret a thing. It was a fun experience and it got me to do something new, but also still within public speaking, speaking and playing sick music during classes. But <laughs> I felt a bit of pressure to really prove myself as an athlete and somebody who was in shape enough to be like, I am qualified to train you all. And so I started okay. doing CrossFit and I was training my butt off in there. And it felt like the perfect kind of training to prepare me for something like a Spartan race, these insane obstacle races. And I got really competitive in them. 
but I did find it really empowering. And I had a friend at the time who was doing them as well. So uh, especially during the lockdowns, we trained together. We did these outdoor trail runs and just went for it. And uh, yeah, I could probably not do one now, but at the time it was great. <laughs> I, I love the idea of the obstacle course type of training. Yes. Like I, cause working out for me has always just been so boring. Yeah. It's it's never something I enjoy. It's like, all right, I, I don't like anything that I'm doing right now. Like I'll I'll play a show and sweat for, for hours. Yeah. And it's great because I'm playing a show and I'm having fun. But if I'm working out, I'm like, this sucks. I hate all of this. <laughs> I'm getting no immediate gratification at all. Yeah, I think that was right. the key, right? Like it gave me a purpose to work out. I was yeah, like, I, I am training for something. I have a goal right. at the end of this. There's a purpose. I'm not just hating my life so I could be buff for a day. Like it's fine. Yeah. Right. Like I know that near us uh, is, or at least was, I don't know if it's still there, but there was like, a, it's like an American Ninja Warrior style. Yeah, gym. yeah, yeah. There's a few, there's a lot of those. And now. that I like, in my brain, I'm like, that's how I want to work out. But I'm also like, I have to have a baseline of fitness before I can even approach that. <laughs> I can't go do it now. Like, I think I can, you should do I can it ride and a do bike. It, do it as a video for the podcast. You know, I, just go and just see what happens. Me versus you. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Challenge accepted. I love it. Challenge Let's accepted. Go. If you I need any it. training advice, let me know. We need we will. the training advice. Yes. <laughs> or just, I'm need, just go I'm in cold. Need recovery. I'm going to need recovery, recovery advice. advice. That's yes. what I'm going to need. Yeah. I think the I drink in your this? hand is the exact recovery you're looking for. That's yes. it. It always is. It always is. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, we got to do that. I, we're, we're, we're working on actually doing a, uh, a paranormal investigation. Yes. Which, Which is fun. nothing like that. Which is nothing like that. <laughs> But yeah, sure. but 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 we're we're gonna do some stuff. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna do, do some. Stuff. We're gonna do things. We. Things I'm excited, and I look forward to it. Yes, yes. Look forward to seeing. We just things. hosted our first. Uh, we just hosted our first show. Right, right. Including Stud our Count. mutual friend Stud Count, who uh, who yeah. we grabbed while they were on their tour and uh, did our best to put him in front of some people here on uh, on the island of Long. Yeah, and uh, and they put on a great. Show. We even fun. We even told everybody we were like, come to us. Show us that you gave us that that you bought some stud count merch, and we'll give you something from Manscaped, Free stuff or, from Manscaped. or a pod decks or something like that. Yeah. So you all are so good at supporting new artists. Like I really just need to acknowledge that for a second. The way you guys are so open to new music and supporting music is phenomenal. And I wish there were more people like you out there. Oh, thank so, you. Thank, thank you, you for doing that for stud count and just for all the support. It's so lovely. Oh, oh thanks. that's awesome. You know what? It's we're like I said at the beginning, and the people listening know, like we both have bands. We're both in bands. Um, we've toured. We've done. You know, all that. Like I've hired PR to put out records. I've. It sucks. The whole thing sucks. It's so it's so hard because it's so hard to find people that even give half of a shit. Right. That you're doing anything. They're just like, oh, you you got music? Yeah, I like music. Can I have it? And you're like, I, sure, I guess, yeah, yeah. Or you, or you, or you hire PR, and they're gonna, they're gonna do an interview with you, or they're gonna put you on something. And all they do is they grab the bio that you wrote and they copy it, and then they paste it on whatever they put out. And you get super excited for that magazine, <laughs> for that review, and you open it up, and it's the same shit that you wrote. <laughs> yeah, you don't even get a byline. Yeah. You don't even get a byline. Yeah. Brutal times. So, so it's like, yeah. So, so we get it. You know, we started this and we're both just fans of all styles of music yeah. and love all kinds of music. And, you know, like I think sometimes people forget that like all the, all the bands that you guys are fans of are also fans of, and that's just kind of how it works. Right. And, mm -hmm. uh, and if everybody just allows themselves to continue being open to being a fan, Right, you're gonna find all kinds of things that you like, and you're gonna have a good time. And, and this is another like cliche thing too. It's it's like the bands that you listen to now started here. They were not. I mean, sure, there was a time and a place when bands were manufactured, right? But they're not. They're not manufactured. It's like they started from zero, and it sucks when you're starting at zero, and you gotta support them. You gotta support yeah. them. Yeah. 
I think it's such a great point what you said too of, you know, staying a fan. And I think that was something, especially being a woman and all the stigmas that come with being a girl in the music industry and fangirl and all these things, that it's not cool to be enthusiastic about music because you don't want to be labeled as that. But, right. you know, obviously I would not work in this industry. I'm not in it for the money. That's for sure. I'm in it because <laughs> Nobody, I right, yeah. I Nobody's in it for the money. The music no. business pays so well, though. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Wait till I tell you. <laughs> but yeah, it, like it's we're obviously in it because we love music. So there's no reason to act too cool to support the bands that you love and to shout yeah. them out and to buy and wear the merch. Just do it. It's it's absolutely. the only way. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you, you did bring up some of the stigmas of being a girl. And I don't want to get too far into that because I know it can lead down some negative roads. And maybe, <laughs> try and stay positive here. Keep it positive. Of course. Uh, but that's that's such a true statement i'm sure coming up it was like especially starting in high school for one like you're trying to promote bands and write about bands and everything and i'm sure you just have a million things coming at you like fangirl oh she's just trying to do this or do that or any number of dumbass things um how did you stay focused how did you stay positive how did you kind of keep to it and and not let some of that stuff happen because i know that we have people that listen that sometimes get some of that shit because they're also doing things yeah i mean i think the most important thing is being confident in who you are and what your motive actually is and what you're all about and having integrity in your work um you know i was always pretty adamant that as long as i continue doing quality work and proving that i'm i'm here because i am a professional, that mm -hmm. that would eventually become the narrative that would be told. And of course, to this day, I still get comments of, oh, she went back to the tour bus after that interview. And I'm like, no, right. I'm just right. friendly because we're doing an interview. <laughs> it's really not <laughs> like that. Um, my mom is filming this. <laughs> right. like, what? Dude, that's a, I'm like, my mother's behind the camera. What do you mean? But of course, I got all kinds of crazy comments and yeah. they'll never stop coming in. And those people just don't know me. And as long as you are very certain of, I don't need to defend myself to these people. They don't need to watch my videos. I know who I am and I know what I'm doing and the people I work with know what I'm doing. That's all that really mattered to me. I mean, I also come from a background of, you know, being bullied in high school, like most alt kids that had band posters right, in right, their right. locker as a teenager. <laughs> so I had to be resilient when I was very young of just, I know my truth. What they say doesn't make it true. Um, and that comes with the territory of being on the internet. So yeah, I've built a very thick skin and it doesn't make it right that those stigmas exist. You know, to this day, if I had a photo pass and tried to go backstage or an all access pass or whatever, I get a triple take from security. It happened to me just at Riot Fest the other weekend. It's constant. Um, but you know, you just got to walk with your, your chin tall, your chest out and be like, I'm, I'm here just like the rest of y'all. I'm a pro. I think that's, I think it's important to say too, you know, like, yeah. cause it, God, it just, it just sucks. It's just so stupid. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I mentioned earlier, uh, my, my girlfriend, the, uh, the gluten intolerance, but she is also <laughs> a, um, she's a singer in an incredible band and they tour and they, and you know, they play all over the country and they, mm -hmm. they have records out jackknifestiletto.com, check them out. Um, but they get it all the time. They're an all girl, three girl punk band. And it's literally like they get to the show and it's like, um, yeah, we're not letting fans backstage. And they're like, we're playing tonight, dipshit. Or they're like, uh, oh, do you need someone to help you carry your gear? And she's like, I know how to carry a guitar, asshole. <laughs> you know like, you know what? I did. I, I'm happened. similar to her where I kind of find a bit of a, a joy in making a security guard feel like an idiot. Yes. You know, like. I yeah. want to lift the 100 pound speaker. I'm going to deadlift this thing. So I was a trainer and I'm strong <laughs> and I'm going to walk on right, right. stage now. <laughs> it's awesome. So there is, yeah, there's a bit of a joy in that. Nice. Yeah. You can walk by him and be like, I did Tough Mudder's dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, any, any is, is the size of those 100 pound. That is true. Uh, She's, so it's, it's a lot like fun uh, size. She's fun size. But, but it, it's amazing, like to watch her do that because it's it's a lot like when you watch an ant carry a giant leaf. Yes, very yes. much so. Very much. It's so. awesome. Shout and out her, to her attitude is the size of an army. Yes, <laughs> an <laughs> army of red ants of tough mutters. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of tough tough mutters. Yes, <sighs> I have nothing. Um, 
I am sweet segue. Oh my god, this I, is one of this is the best segue. Mikey right? pillow folders, great segues. I do awesome. segues for 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 our our poddex part, and that was that was my segue. Excellent. Speaking, of I, top, love top I love it. I love it. But we do have a sponsor called Poddex, and they are an awesome company. They've been with us since almost day one. Yeah. Uh, what they do is they create icebreakers and questions for budding podcasters and interviewers uh, to make things a little easier um, when you don't have verbal diarrhea like we do. Indeed. Uh, so they make different decks. Within each deck is 50 cards. <laughs> You're such an ass. Within each card is a question. And what we like to have our guests do is pick a deck. And then pick a random question. So, Tori, solid. The nice. decks. Yeah, you make me. You, you made me break it. Break That's a little. Solid. Bit, that was but, good. That was good. Yeah, right. All right, pod uh, decks. Let's see what you got. We've got the episode deck. We've got the interview deck. We've got the interview deck two. We've got would you rather? What the heck? What the fuck? And how dare you? Who? Uh, I feel like as an interviewer, I should go with interview. Deck number two. Okay. Thank you for the drum roll. I don't have anything to drum roll on, so I needed I right. need a little assist there. I'm going to interview deck two. All right. Well, while Mike finds your, uh, well, he's not going to find your question, but he is going to shuffle because I cannot. Uh, I will tell everybody within the sound of my voice to go to poddex.com where you can check out these decks as well as many more. They have new stuff coming out all the time. You can actually download the app as well, which has all kinds of questions, and you can just do it on the fly. I have brought these to the bar that I work at, and I have asked people that look like they could use a little help. Hey, why don't you check some of these out? You can also check out their merch page. They have some cool swag. Their t-shirts, like I say all the time, mm -hmm. they are the soft style shirts with the printing that does not scratch the nipples. Those types of shirts suck ass. Yes. Nobody likes those. Everybody has bought them. It's the $30 shirt that you bought in front of the concert from some guy who came in from a block away that's selling out of the back of his car. You put it on, it scratches your nipples, you wash it once, it's two sizes too small and you can never wear it again. It is not those style shirts exactly they're soft they're nice they fit well and they're good and if you decide to get anything from poddex you can use the promo code bacon because everything is better with bacon and get 10 percent off your entire order all right so tori i'm gonna fan these out yep i'm gonna take the finger of power and we are gonna go from my left to my right your right to your left you tell me when to stop and that will be your question and stop stopping right here Ooh, smack dab in the middle almost right in the middle i like it Tori, if every single thing in your house had to be just one color, what color would it be? Oh, dear. I mean, I got a little goth in me, so let's go with black. Everything is black. Sheets, walls, <laughs> window panes, <laughs> curtains. Stain-proof house, okay? Yes. Stain-proof. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, Silverware. I will, I, will, I will say this. Um, Jen and I, in our old apartment, we had a black, it wasn't marble, but it was like, it was a black tile floor, right? That was the absolute fucking worst floor ever. <laughs> oh. What have I done? I, 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 I'm just saying. Well, nothing shiny. Don't get marble. Yeah. Matte don't black. get matte black. Yeah. 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 Everything uh, matte. Yeah. Black shag carpet. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're just laying on a dog. I, th I threw up in my mouth a little bit because of that. That is weird. What is That's so weird? I was about to ask what's the common answer for this, and I realized probably no one else has gotten that card. Nobody's, I don't, I don't nobody's think gotten that. that card yet. Yeah. We we have had doubles, and and you know what? You got a pretty uh, a pretty good question. It was because uh, yeah. they can you never range know anywhere these. from like rated G to MC seventeen. Say to me. Yeah, like like we don't know each other like that. Right. Um, so right. Yeah. Oh, uh, we love them. We love pod decks. So they are fun. Yeah, that's a good that. question. All Thanks, right, so I have I have black silverware. All my silverware is black. Oh really? Yeah. Well, because me and Annie prefer the dark side of life. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't see. I have... get you. <laughs> yeah, I, I. We got this, Jen. Jen, uh, she like I had I made this gray, and she was kind of like. Meh. Why don't you do something colorful? I'm like, because 
it's plain. It's fine. It's fine. That's all I care. But about. we can it's make fine. lights colorful. Lights are colorful. Lighting can be yeah. colorful. Our we actually we had we had to fix our lighting. We did. We have to still. Yeah, we still do. <laughs> we still do. But we we used to be like just before like two episodes before this, yeah. we, we finally realized we're like are we're a little blue. We're like yeah, we're in we're a, a haze of blue all the time. Smurfish. Oh will. man, that was the bane of my existence doing interviews, especially like the way I was, where I was in a different venue all the time because I would mm-hmm. go on site and the lighting would just be consistently chaotic because right. venues oh, don't yeah. have good lighting. No, so I not. understand where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, the, the only issue is, is that this is a very controlled environment and we yeah. still suck at it. <laughs> well, you don't look blue right now. I think you guys look. Oh sad. no, we took the we, we took the little off the blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we had these little things. We had little blue gels on because we were like, blue is a cool color. Oh. And then and it was I'm blue, fabo bebo, the big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Months for months. <laughs> oh, like that movie? Is it Big Fat Liars? That the one for the guy? Yes. Oh yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes. Um. All right. So as we wind down here, uh, we do want to thank you for hanging out. And for doing this interview with us, this has been really cool. It's it's fun to actually like meet not via email. Yeah, that's always. Good. I know. Finally, uh, it's and it's funny because like I've seen you all constantly because I've you know set up so many interviews for the podcast. So I, I knew you guys, but this felt very one sided. So I'm glad we're actually like friends outside yeah, of the email yes. box. Very nice. Very uh, nice. So you are welcome anytime, and we look forward to more pitches coming our way, and we look forward to. Uh, Watching you more on on Notfest. So, like, real quick, how'd that come about? How, like, you you were doing the YouTube thing, you were doing it on your own, and then all of a sudden, bam, Notfest. Like, shit. Yeah, it was actually quite funny, right? So it started with PR stuff. I was actually pitching werewolves for Notfest because you know, yeah, great match perfect. right there. Yeah, right. Yeah. And when I emailed Notfest about werewolves, they come back to me and they say, "Tori from Warp Tour, I remember your interviews." whoa cool to see you in my inbox or something like that and oh, i was shit. like wait nice. like the editor of not best watched my interviews this is whack this is crazy <laughs> and i was kind of freaking out because i love not fest i mean slipknot one of the greatest metal bands of right. this era right. um mad respect and the coverage they do for rock music is probably the best that there is right now they keep their ear very close to the ground on what's yeah, cool sure. and what's new and so, you know, a few pitches go by to not fest and I'm still just doing the PR thing. And I was like, I could, I should maybe email them and see if they want me to do interviews for them because I mean, long shot, but let's try it. And they were super receptive to the idea. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, what's That's the worst awesome. that could happen? Yeah. Thank you. Way to bring it full worst. circle. The worst that could happen is you get a no where they don't respond. And the best thing that could happen did happen. And lo and behold, um, I'm working on developing a podcast with them right now. I've been working with Alicia too, who's an incredible host as well on NotFest um, and doing a lot of cool weekly coverage with them now. So She, she is yeah. also in the world of wrestling. Yes. She is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, ML, she's in MLW now, right? Yeah, I think. MLW. I don't know anything about wrestling. She talked we're, to me about nerds. it. We we met last week and she's telling me about it. I was like, I don't know what any of this means, but it sounds really cool. <laughs> See, once you start the podcast, we can her, translate. We can do a join podcast and we can translate with you. And <laughs> we can be your translators. We're, we're big nerds. Yes. Oh, thank you guys. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh please let everybody know where they can find everything you and uh your projects at Notfest. Yeah. Yes. Well, if you're looking for publicity services, uh, you can find me at WTFpublicity.com. Um, and you can see our roster there, a little bit about our services. And you can shoot us an email and uh, just let them know you want to get connected with me. If you're doing anything in the rock spectrum, I'm your girl. Um, for NotFest related things, it's NotFest.com. Um, but if you want to just see specifically the interviews and things that I'm doing with them, I do post everything on social media. So it's at Tori Kravitz, like Lenny. On Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> awesome. Nice. Awesome. No relation. No? Really? To Lenny Kravitz? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not a Kravitz, sponsor, but he could be. Yeah. No, he could be. Hit us up, we, Lenny. We, we take it. <laughs> um, so, Tori, we do want to know because we t- we said there was going to be a test, right? Right. Uh-oh. Yeah. We said it earlier. It's all right. We're yeah. testing the memory now. So now we're, we're testing, testing your memory. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about how truly for full circle this comes. Yes. Um, we want to know if you remember what is the most important question that you can ask yourself. What is that that thing that 
that just makes life just a little bit more gooder. That makes your your dessert sweeter. Your um, oh. hmm. your 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 salty things savorier. Your wow. curly fry crispier. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. What is that thing in your life? What makes your fajita sizzle? Oh, I like that one too. What is the question that you should always be asking yourself in life? What's your bacon? My girl. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you so much, Joy. Thank you. And we're back. I'm too fucking tired. I'm too fucking tired to. (laughs) You let me have that one. I did let you have that one. I'm I'm tired. tired. (laughs) I am also tired. But I, I tell you what, I was more tired coming in here before we got to talk to her and she did energize me yeah because she was full of energy and she was very fun and her personality just kind of like comes through if you if you just got to if you're listening to this you got it just by listening but if you get the chance go to strangerhoodtv.com and just check out the video version of this as well because she, like her personality just comes super through engaging. the screen she's super engaging yeah um you know it's you can just see it. She, she's, she's probably awesome. why not Fle- not Fest likes her so much. Probably it's a, it's a yeah. Probably yeah, yeah. She's got a great personality. Yeah, and so, she's smart. She's super smart, and she knows her shit. She's yeah, hard work. Uh, she's gonna be. She's gonna blow up, man. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I've said this a, a few times to a few different people, and uh, yeah, she's just got her finger on the pulse of what's going on, uh, rock music wise. She's got bands that. Are like doing things. Yeah, they're they're those bands, and we talked about it. Uh, uh, you know why we support new up and coming bands, but she's got the bands on those big bills that are going to do something or are doing something. Yeah, uh, for sure. They and again, I, I say this all the time too. Go to see your opening bands. For God's sake, Support. go see the opening bands. If you like them, chances are you'll be able to go there, go to their merch booth after you see them, and and go and shake their hand and say, "Dude, that set was fucking awesome," and that's invaluable I to an up and coming talent. We did a show last night, like we said, with our friend Stud Count, who we brought in from uh, from Pennsylvania, and they are on tour right now. And it would have been really, really easy for the people that came to see us to um, just stay outside talking or mm-hmm. go have a smoke or or leave during their set because they just weren't interested. And all, all those things that people do when it's not the band that you quote-unquote came, came to see, right? But they didn't. They stayed in there and they checked it out. And not only did the people that came to the show find a new band to listen to and to like and to check out the band that came also ended up having a great time because of it um when you're at a show you really are the reason that the band either has a great night or a bad night because nine times out of ten the venue is not giving them a good time the 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 times are all screwed up it was a pain in the ass loading in and loading out um, they're tired from driving. They have all these things going on, and all they want to do is play a show for people that are there to check them out. And maybe, maybe somebody gives them the time of day. And if you do that, you can make their day, and it's awesome. I speak from experience of being a touring band who just, man, I've seen people walk out before I even started and just been like, man, you, could you have given us, you know, a note? <laughs> give us at least, if you walk out halfway through and don't like us, that's fine. Right. But give us a chance, and uh, so thank you to all of our people, all um, the peeps who came. Uh, not only the uh, the strangers for craving strange, or the or the the something from the something heavies. Yeah, the something. I like uh, that. You know, uh, not only them, but also our BIM squad. Yeah. Uh, everybody that's into bacon is my podcast. Bacon is my podcast Check it out. You guys actually made that night great, and everybody that's listening, you can do that for any band at any time. Give them the time. It it. It takes nothing it's from you. It's invaluable. And it's, it's free for you. To them. And it's invaluable to them. It's, yeah. It costs you nothing extra. Yep. So, uh, so Jim, where, where, where can they find you? Well, 
besides finding me on BaconIsMyPodcast.com, where you can check out the music of Bacon Is My Passion, every episode of Bacon Is My Podcast, as well as our merch page, Bacon Is My Fashion, where you can get some cool stuff to put on your bits and pieces. Uh, you can find me, Jimmy G Shoes, on all the socials. You can find my band Craving Strange at CravingStrange.net. Uh, you can find all of our stuff on StrangerhoodTV.com, which is the YouTube page of this show and the band and Something Heavy. Uh, where can they find Something Heavy also? Something Heavy you can find at Something Heavy Music on all the social medias. Something Heavy on all digital streaming platforms. we got a new song, Learning, out now, I believe. Mm. I'm pretty sure. Oh, we have a new song, Mean What You Say, out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, go check it out. Also, uh, if you have made it this far, again, speaking Amazing. of things that are not going to cost <laughs> you anything extra, yeah, uh, please just give us a five star review. Yeah. Uh, hit the like button. Hit the hit, smash the, the subscribe button. Uh, uh, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, whatever. If you've made it this long and you don't like it. Hit, hit one star. Yeah, but tell us but why. But tell us why. Tell us why. Don't tell just, us why. Don't, don't just, just hit, hit one star. Don't just hit We've one had star one stars and walk away. And 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 then you're just like, well, I'm an ass. I'm that yeah. asshole. Yeah. I'm gonna hit one star and then I'm not even gonna yeah. back it up. Right. You back up your shit. Exactly. He's the finger of power is spoken. It's pointing at you. It's pointing at you. You one star. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Hit us up at baconismypodcast.com if you if you have any suggestions for the show. Yeah, we Stay got a text line. We got a text line. We got a we got a phone number too. Well, that yeah, text line, phone number. Oh, text line. Sorry. Yeah, don't call it. No, don't call Please it. Please don't fucking call don't, it. Don't call it. Uh, but yeah, five one six seven three zero six zero nine five. Text us. Text yeah. us some suggestions. If you don't want to go that far, hit us up on our Twitter hashtag What's Your Bacon hashtag Bacon Is My Pod. Stay in the conversation. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want, what you don't want. And, uh... Oh, check out hey. TikTok, too. TikTok is a lot of fun, except th somebody got our password. Oh, yeah, that weird luchador. It's fucking weird. There's a weird luchador on our TikTok. Yeah, so, um... Hashtag El Serioso. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck that is, but... He seems very, uh... Serious. Very serious. So, um... Yeah, yeah check out our... TikTok and see if we can figure out who that guy is. Yeah. He's um, bland. Bland and vanilla for in, Luchador. In, uh, in the meanwhile, Jim, what, what what should they all be asking themselves? Every single day, like, ask themselves? Every, every single day. Every single day? Like, what is that thing? That thing. That thing. That extra thing that makes you fajita sizzle? The sizzling fajitas. <laughs> <laughs> what is that sizzle? That makes your life a little bit sizzlier. Sizz sizzler. Sizz sizzler. Like, like at the sizzler. Mm-hmm. What's your bacon? Well, peace. <laughs>